Roll the clip and run it back. I'm really like that. I'm really not friendly. I need my credit. Niggas hate that. I need the numbers. I need the data. Got you talking crazy. Abracadabra. You niggas sideshow. I'm vibing like psycho. You gassing like Texaco. Infection like micro. You test it, I might go. You push it, I might pop. I'm fucking on hard drives. I got your favorite rapper block. I heard the dick was whack. Your favorite athlete screaming, text me back. I make no exception. The lesser part of me loves all the cat. He's screaming, get back together. I'm screaming. Back at a bus trip, Hawaii for weather. Booty soft in the leather, these hoes just featherweight. I wiped my phone and gave some on my beat the case. Them whole accusations weak, the bitch accusations true. You hating from nosebleeds, I wish you well. Smoking on my ex back tonight. Smoking on my ex back tonight. Smoking on my ex back tonight. Smoking on. You can trust in me. I can, you said, I can trust in you. I can, I can, you can trust in me. You can, you can. Game five talk. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, it's your motherfucking boy, the kid king known uncensored. And we got some hot shit on a plate for y'all. We got the Game 5 Talk. Yeah, man. Woo. Jaws not locking on them brown porn stars tonight. But we're going to begin. All right, all jokes aside, I didn't got my gloating out all on Twitter and everything. So y'all don't got to worry about that. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with y'all for a little bit. But this is King Known Uncensored. We got that Game 5 talk. We got a lot to speak on. We got a lot to talk about. And we have a lot to get into. Jamie Foxx. Jesus Christ. Every week we hear a different story about Jamie. And I'm starting to believe that, you know, in some cases you just have to prepare for the worst. Even if it looks like it's going to get better. Because there are too many conflicting reports out here. All the people that are asking for prayers, you got to believe in those people. I don't want nothing nothing to happen to Fox. I don't think anybody does. We all love Jamie Fox. He has been a pivotal part of my life since he entered the In Living Color universe in 1991. Okay? So that... It's 32 years of my life that I've experienced the greatness of Jamie Foxx. So, my prayers go out to him, of course, his family, his daughter. You know, because the latest report that I got from him, from it all, is Jamie Foxx's family reportedly preparing for the worst as actor battles undisclosed medical complication. And yeah, man, I'm just speechless and all fucked up right now behind the fact that this dude might not be here with us. I just hope that things improve and hoping for a full recovery from whatever he has. 
Now let's move on. Let's move on. So niggas is eligible for a lot of money is what I'm hearing from the streets, y'all. So the streets tell me that the 2022-2023 all-NBA contract implications have now dropped. Jason Tatum is now eligible for a five-year Supermax contract worth $318 million in 2025. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Damn. That's all I got to say on that one is damn. Wow. Jalen Brown is now eligible for a five-year Supermax contract that's worth $295 million in 2024. So in order to keep Jalen and Jason together, they got to spend $500 million. No, $600 million. That's a half a billion. I don't think no NBA player is worth half a billion dollars. Not even Michael Jordan. I keep trying to tell y'all this. Not even Kobe. Not LeBron. Nobody. Not Steph. Nobody in, in the NBA history is worth $600 million. No two NBA players of all time. Ja Morant, not named to an all-NBA team. So currently his contract stands at five years, $194 million. His contract will not elevate to $233 million. I believe it was a conspiracy. A C-O-N-spiracy as to why Ja Morant didn't get his bread. And he got left off of the all-NBA team. We're going to get into the all-NBA teams and the all-NBA defensive teams because the rookies list came out, you know, two days ago. Now we got all of that to cover before we get to the uh, to the games because I might hit y'all with back-to-back shows, back-to-back days. I might hit y'all with this tonight, and then tomorrow morning I got something special for y'all. And I'm not going to tell you what it is because I'm sitting on three shows and I want to knock two out of three out. Where do we start here? Start with the all NBA defensive first team. You got Drew Holiday, Alex Caruso, Jaron Jackson Jr., Evan Mobley, and Brooke Lopez. I'm going to give y'all my honest opinion on this. This is a fucking joke. You want to know why? Evan Mobley shouldn't have made either all-defensive team. I did not see Evan Mobley, like, dominating the paint this year. I'm sorry. I watched a lot of Cleveland Cavaliers games. And then in the playoffs, this dude was soft as putty, soft as clay dough. How did this man make the first team, bro? How? All he do is put his hands up. He did not lead the league in blocks or none of that shit. Did he? Now, Drew Holiday, J. 
Jaron Jackson, who's the defensive player of the year. That's obvious. Brooke Lopez. I mean, that's cool. You know, Brooke Lopez was worthy. I wasn't... I don't think I put him on either one of my all-defensive teams. And that's no disrespect. I just don't think that much of him on the defensive end, despite him being much better defensively this year. And I think he definitely was worthy of being on the second team. Which leads me to the all-defensive second team. The NBA all-defensive second team was OG Ananobi, Derek White, Dylan Brooks, Bam Adebayo, and Draymond Green. I'm going to tell it to you like this. I don't think I had either guy on my list, bro. Not going to sit there and cap for the people. I don't think I had any of those five guys on my original list. I got to double check just to make sure. I had Bam on my first team, actually. I had Bam on my first All-NBA first team. Jalen Brown got disrespected in so many ways today. He wasn't on either All-Defensive team. I didn't have Dylan Brooks. I had Desmond Bain. Wait, 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 wait. So Marcus Smart didn't make either list. Wow. Just fucking wow. No Marcus Smart? Really? Y'all put Dylan Brooks over Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart deserved to be on the all-NBA second team. He just did. At worst, no Tatum. Where the fuck is Jimmy Butler? No Jimmy Butler on either all defensive teams. Really? Where's Joel Embiid? No Joel Embiid. Wow. I could understand the Desmond Bain snub. I get it. But Marcus Smart, Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and uh, Joel Embiid were all worthy of making the second team. The NBA was really fucked up today. OG Ananobi, bro. He's all right. Derek White, I'm confused about that. White's a decent defender, but we're not going to sit there and act like he didn't shut down some of the best NBA players this year. No. I'd rather go with Marcus Smart on this one, my boy. Let's move on. Let's move on to the All-NBA first team. Let's talk about it. The All-NBA first team is Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, and Giannis Antipo-Negro. 
I mean, shout out to SGA. But Steph Curry deserved to be on that All-NBA first team. There's no doubt in my mind. I had a similar list. I had these guys on my list, but I accept I had Curry on my first team. And I think, and all, actually, you know what? I'm wrong. I had Nikola Jokic on the first team and Shea on the second team. My bad. I did have Curry on the second team because of Joker. Yeah, Joker deserved to be on the All-NBA first team alongside Joel Embiid, Antipo Negro, and Luka. The All-NBA second team was Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Jimmy Butler, Nikola Jokic, and Jalen Brown. Okay, they didn't they didn't screw Jalen Brown out of the All-NBA second team. Much respect due for putting Brown in there. But I feel like Steph and Jokic should have been first team. The All-NBA third team was Damian Lillard, De'Aaron Fox, LeBron James, Julius Randle, and DeMontis Sabonis. I don't know about Dame. I mean, Dame's numbers were astronomical. And Damian Lillard had a lot of big 50, 60-point games. I understand the placement as far as an individual standpoint, but John Morant deserved to be in Damian Lillard's place. No disrespect. That's just how I'm feeling. Damian is my favorite player in the world, but if I got to sacrifice my favorite player for the greater good, then that is what I must do. But the NBA got the third team right, though, despite my thoughts on things. There's some other shit that went down. Guess that was everything that I needed. Okay. So we can move on to game fives now. Let's talk, man. Let's talk some shit. Let's talk up. So, game fives, game fives, game fives. And yesterday was no exception as the Philadelphia. Hold on. We go back. As the Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Boston Celtics 115 to 103. I mean, what more can I say? Philly has the chance to upset the Boston Celtics. And I had told many people that this was going to be a major test for Philly to see how good they really are and what their potential actually could be. As Joel Embiid had 33 points, Tyrese Maxey had 30 points and six three-pointers out of 12. Crazy. Had seven rebounds, too. James Harden with the uh, point guard Harden. He only had eight attempts. That's about eight attempts all he needed. He wasn't shot jacking. He wasn't rushing anything. 
He let the game come to him. Salute to James Harden. He had 17 points, 10 assists, and 8 rebounds. And Daniel House, an unlikely hero off the bench, who's been sitting on the bench since the regular season, came out his warm-ups and gave the Sixers 10 points. 10 points that they really needed. Boston Celtics side of things, Jason Tatum did everything that he could to keep this team in it. 36 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. Didn't shoot it particularly well. Jalen Brown had 24 points. Marcus Smart had 14 points. But the problem is nobody else helped those, those three guys. And the game got out of reach in the uh, fourth quarter. So you, uh, let's look at Boston. Like, this is disappointing. Like, Boston is the favorites to come out the East in my book. And the Celtics are in trouble. You're going back to Philly down 3-2. Not a good look. What Boston has to do, everybody has to play. Everybody has to contribute in order for Boston to win game six. I mean, they did it last year in the second round against the Bucks. But it's the Milwaukee Bucks. This is a, a hungrier and a better Sixers team. Doc's back is against the wall. The Sixers haven't been to the conference finals since 01. That's the last time that I can recall the Sixers being in the conference finals. I could be wrong, but I highly doubt it. I think I'm right on that. So, let's move on to the next game, shall we? As the Denver Nuggets protected home court once again as they beat the shit out of the Phoenix Suns. 118 to 102. Jesus Christ. This was a massacre. It was a period. Well, actually, no. I think Phoenix... It was a time in the game where Phoenix had the game close in the third quarter. Once again, they fell apart and got cold from the field. KD, 26 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, but he was shooting awful in that first half. The second half was when he got a little bit better. DeAndre Ayton did okay for DeAndre Ayton, 14 and 9, but that's not good enough to beat the Nuggets. Devin Booker, <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> Devin Booker has played so good in these playoffs that I'm saying that he got shut down to 28 points, 8 of 19 shooting, right? That's amazing. D-Book, D-Book kind of got snubbed from the all-NBA team. I think it's probably because he was hurt half of the season that's probably why but um we got no contribution from anybody else on that Suns team I mean Terrence Ross did hit three big three-pointers 
but it was too little too late. The Denver Nuggets finally got a Michael Porter Jr. sighting. You know, he has been awful this entire series. Like, he had 19 points, shot 7 of 11 from the field, made 5 of 8 from 3. He was pretty much the spark that got Denver fired up. You kind of knew that Jokic was going to get a triple-double this game. Nikola Duncan had 29 points, 12 assists, 13 rebounds, 2 blocks. I like that Joker, 2 blocks. You know, Joker has been always hovering 0.8 blocks, 0.9. I hate that shit. Block some shots. They got contributions from a lot of role players. I mean, Bruce Brown had a playoff high 25 points. I mean, Bruce Brown is no stranger to great playoff performances. Jamal Murray had a light 19. He started off kind of cold, but picked it up later on in the second half. And then Christian Braun with the extra Brown with the exclamation point dunk at the end just pretty much closed the casket for Phoenix. Now, is Phoenix done? I don't think so. I truly believe that the Phoenix Suns will turn it on in game six and force a game seven. Winning in Denver is going to be difficult for uh, Phoenix to do. Moving on to Miami and in in, in New York. As the New York Knicks stay alive as they defeated the Miami Heat 112 to 103. Miami was pretty much... Um, after the third quarter, I mean, after the uh, first half, New York turned on the gas and Miami was unable to recover. Jimmy Butler kind of played it a little bit too safe today. I think he played it too safe. 19 points is not going to get it done. He got to score 30 in order for them to win. Kevin Love was horrible tonight. I don't think he, this is an uncharacteristic game from K-Love as he only had he only had 4 points off 2 of 10 shooting. It's 0 of 7 from 3. Jesus. Bam Adebayo had 18 points. Max Struess 14, Caleb Martin 11, Gabe Vincent put on another shit performance, but Duncan Robinson in the third quarter almost got them back into the game by himself. But once the fourth quarter began, it was just a little bit too late. Because Miami was down double digits. And Duncan Robinson had 17 points on 5 of 10 for 3. Crazy. New York side of things. Ooh, we. Their big three contributed heavy. So heavy that they didn't need any other contribution from any of their teammates. Jalen Brunson, 38 points, 7 assists, 9 rebounds. Almost fucked around and got a triple-double. Julius Randle, 24 points, 7-13 shooting. Very 4-7 from 3. This is back-to-back great games for Julius Randle. 
New York is going to have to go into uh, Miami and win. I don't think they're going to be able to get that done, in my opinion. But no disrespect intended. The Knicks bounce back. R.J. Barrett, 26 points. Incredible shooting. 8 of 17, 3 of 8. What did they shoot as a team? God damn. They shot 49% from the field. 38% 38% from three. That's amazing, man. Shout out to the Knicks for fighting and keeping hope alive for them. Last but totally not least. <laughs> man, where y'all whole ass niggas talking that fucking fakers and five shit, huh? Where you brawn sexuals at? You salt and pepper, dicks shaking, shake weight ass niggas. I don't hear y'all fuck niggas talking. Just wanted to talk a little bit of shit before I got to this game, before I put my analyst non-bias hat on. But I ain't biased towards either team. I just don't want LeBron to win, man, because y'all niggas take shit too far when he wins and is successful. Y'all take it too far. But all right, man, let me... Let me um. Get to this last game before I get the fuck up out of here, man. As the Golden State Warriors keep their season alive and their playoffs alive and their finals and titles hopes alive, as the Golden State Warriors defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 121 to 106. I don't know why they show the losing team stats first on NBA.com, uh, but fuck it. We'll get into it. LeBron James had 25 points and nine rebounds. Hey, yo, man. LeBron, this nigga was in full power forward mode. Like, this dude was in the paint. He was posting up. And I like how he actually is listening to his coaches. LeBron, I mean, he did hit some threes. Like, early on in the first half, Bron was Bron was showing the all-around game, man, on both sides of the ball. Anthony Davis had 23 points, nine rebounds, but unfortunately suffered what looked to be like a head injury, which could be a concussion. Now, I mean, me personally, I don't like injuries. I really don't, especially when they happen to AD. AD has been healthy the whole playoffs, and now he might have a concussion. Let's hope that he's available for uh, game six. Because if AD don't play... Golden State forcing the game seven. It's no doubt in my mind. Austin Reeves, 15 points. D'Angelo Russell, 15 points. Dennis Schroeder, 14 points. Oh, your hero. Let y'all down tonight. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, only had four parts. But the Lakers got contribution from everybody. But I guess the uh, loss of uh, Anthony Davis was too much, but... I feel like Golden State was in rhythm tonight, and they went. They stuck to the plan. Stuck to the plan. Bitch quit plan. 
Golden State got contribution from damn near everybody out this bitch. Gary Payton Jr., he was big tonight, 13 points. Yes, you would say he only had 13 points, but the offensive rebounds was the key to his success tonight. Andrew Wiggins, I had told you guys, right? Andrew Wiggins has to be aggressive in order for Golden State to win games. He's got to score over 20 per night in order to win. I mean, he had 25 points, 5 assists, 7 rebounds, 10 of 18 shooting. But the X factor tonight, we saw Game 7 2016 Draymond Green tonight. And this is what I've been talking about this whole fucking time. If you guys have been watching my show and listening to me and looking at my videos on TikTok and YouTube, right? I've been saying that Draymond Green would have to be offensively more aggressive if the Warriors are going to have a chance. And boy, was he. He was hitting mid-range jumpers. He was finishing at the basket. He was taking advantage of every opportunity that presented itself. He was open when Steph was being double teamed. Steph and Clay was being double teamed. He had 20 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals and a block. He was incredible tonight. Clay Thompson didn't shoot it well, 3 of 12. Steph Curry was in his bag tonight. Didn't shoot it particularly well from three. He was three of 11, but he was 12 of 24 from the field. 27 points, eight assists. Hey, Skip Bayless, you fairy faggot. Get your bitch ass up, nigga. Talking all that shit about Steph. Got his dick all in your mouth, bitch. Just wanted to say that to Skip Bayless, fruity ass, undercover, puss ass. Nigga been hating on Steph a long fuck motherfucking time. I just wanted to get that shit out, shit off my chest. I just want to say Skip Bayless is a bitch because he hated on the Wiggins dunk. Then was blaming Steph, who had a 31-point triple-double. <laughs> I mean, I get it. He's LeBron's number one hater, but he's everybody's hater. I think... I think that nigga is really, really, Skip Bayless is going to die of hatred. He is the Rush Limbaugh of sports. But anyway, even Jordan Poole had 11 points. Guess he was in high mood tonight. (laughs) Overall, Golden State was not going to lose game five at home. You would have damn near had to start shooting them. And that was just the bottom line. That was just the story of this game. And Golden State stuck to the plan by keeping AD out of the paint and letting the cutters drive to the basket. They did everything that I said on the last show. It was like they were listening to me. Even though them niggas don't fucking listen to me. They listen to Draymond Podcast. (laughs) But yeah, man. Warriors in seven, bitch. 
<laughs> because it don't look too good for AD, man. He might not play in game six. I'm hoping he does so the Lakers fans don't have no excuses. Oh, should I say the Fakers fans? Because real Lakers fans, I respect them. But it's just those little Lakers fans that I can't stand. But that's my show. I appreciate y'all for coming through and fucking with me. Y'all gonna get another show in the AM. And the thing is, I don't, it's gonna be hard to promote that one. But we'll figure some shit out. This is King Known Uncensored. Game five talk. And we out this bitch.